Hey everybody, this is Dr. Lofer, and today we have a very special guest on. Her name is Leah Tyvet from Dallas, Texas. She is a certified health coach, and her education is from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Is that right? Yes, it is. Okay, and I did some research on IIN um, a few probably a few months ago when you sent me that link. One of the cool things about it was they are tops in certifications for health coaching and counseling. And so I was very, very excited that you chose them because I think you're gonna do just absolutely wonderful things for people. Um, so I'm very excited to have you here. You're actually our, yeah, you're actually our very first guest on um, the How To Health podcast. So I appreciate your time because I know you're very busy. So let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and tell me your story about how you found IIN. Um, and I understand you have a thyroid condition. Yes. Uh, and that you were looking to lose some weight. Um, and I saw a before and after photo, and I've got to tell you, absolutely amazing. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. Go ahead and tell us your story. Thank you. Well, um, it's been several years now. It's been probably about, I think, two and a half years. I found out that um, I had a thyroid problem from just my regular yearly checkup. I found out that I had a thyroid problem. I went to... Um, a thyroid specialist and endocrinologist and found out that I specifically had Hashimoto's but was only given the prescription um, levothyrazine medication to take. Shortly after that, I decided that, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really happy with the weight that I was at and that I was looking to lose, lose some weight that I had put on. And so I, I did what I thought was changing my, my diet to something healthier. I, I paid more attention to calories and fat and I was working out as much as I could four to five days a week. And I lost 30 pounds in a very short amount of time. I lost 30 pounds in 90 days, but I was exhausted every single day. I had to have caffeine just to, to make it through the day without a nap. And I, when I spoke to my endocrinologist, endocrinologist about it, she said, oh, well, it's okay to, to need some caffeine. And that was the point when I thought, no, no, it's not really okay. <laughs> um, and shortly after that, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine who actually had gone to school at Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and she said, Leah, I'm reading this book right now, and it's this thyroid book that's called Why Do I Still Have My Thyroid Symptoms When My Lab Tests Are Normal? And I thought, huh, well, I probably should read that book. <laughs> and um, I read the book, and it completely changed my life. I'm not going to pretend like I necessarily liked everything the book was telling me at first, um, but I knew that, you know, it was something that, that I had to pay attention to. And I knew that with, with knowledge came responsibility. And um, after reading, reading the entire book, I, I looked up functional doctors in Dallas who dealt with um, specifically with Hashimoto's. And that's where I actually found you. <laughs> okay, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, like I was saying before, you had sent me a before and after picture. And I know this is an audio podcast, but, you know, that is, I mean, I was just, I was shocked at it. <laughs> and uh, because, you know, you took yourself from a place of not doing so well to a place now where you're pretty, pretty confident and have all the tools you need to manage your condition on your own. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, at the time when I met you, I was, I was 29 years old. And I remember thinking, even though I'm, 
I'm not necessarily at the, the point of having children. I remember thinking, if I can barely take care of myself, how could I ever even think that I could take care of children someday? And that was that was kind of a wake-up call that, for me that something wasn't right. What I was doing with the regular endocrinologist was not working and that I had to find something different. And it has been the most amazing journey. And, and it's funny, I... You know, I, I actually met my weight goal on my own before I met you. And then through the process of, you know, changing my diet and, and finding foods that my, my body, you know, really could process, I just kept taking weight off very naturally. And, and it really became a very amazing transformation. <laughs> so by naturally, do you mean um, without doing anything extra, like going to the gym, spending more time there? Or was it just something that was kind of a benefit, like a therapeutic benefit of changing your diet? It really was was completely about my diet. I actually, um, because I had adrenal dysfunction, I actually needed to slow down on my workouts because I I was overtraining. I was working too hard. And, you know, some people say that they leave the gym and they feel like they could conquer the world. I would leave the gym and feel like I could conquer my couch because right. it strained me of, of all the energy I had when I started working with you. I, along with changing my diet, I dramatically decreased the amount of workouts that I did to really, um, you know, maybe about three or four times a week. I would, I would just simply walk for about 15 minutes just so that I could get some, some form of exercise and have a, you know, a routine for myself. But it, it certainly was not anything about calorie burn, about heart rate. It was actually about keeping my heart rate low um, so I didn't max myself out. Um, so really everything, the additional weight that I lost, it truly was about my diet alone. Let's talk about, you actually call yourself like three things when you meet somebody and tell, tell them a little about, about what you do. You say you're a foodie, a teacher, and a cheerleader all rolled into one. And, yeah. that, and that's what you call your technical term for health counselor. Yes, so absolutely. go ahead and give me... Um, a little bit of background about, you know, how and when you realized you had a love of cooking. Um, well, it's, it's funny. Growing up, my, my grandpa loved to cook, and that would be our Saturday thing to do was cook together. And, and so that's really where a love of, of cooking started for me. Um, I started making dinner for my family when I was in seventh grade. Um, and it was, it was to the point where I needed to know exactly what time my dad was getting home from work so that I could have dinner ready right after he got home so we could eat as soon as he got home. And, and you know, the food had to be a certain way on the plate so it looked right. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> right? I was a little obsessive about it at an early age. And then, you know, growing up in college, I, I kind of taught a couple of my, my friends and, and roommates how to cook simple things. Um, I loved to bake. We won't necessarily talk about all that because it certainly was not anything that I bake now, but um, I loved anything that had to do with the kitchen. And then it's probably been within the last um, four or five years that I realized that I really wanted to do something more with my desire and passion to cook than just making meals for my family and friends. I, I really had a desire to go to culinary school. Um, so the, you know, the idea of just enjoying to cook and it turning into a true passion, it really started probably about four or five years ago. Okay. Okay. As I remember in our consultation, we had talked about you wanting to go to culinary school. 
Yes. At the time that I met you, I I had already started looking into different programs that were here in Dallas, um, the different types of culinary programs they had, trying to decide, you know, which one would be the best the best type of program for me and for what I wanted. Um, and my goal at the time that I met you was within the next um, year to two years, I was I was wanting to go to culinary school. Because that was your like next natural step, right? I, I yes. really believe that you, uh, you know, you're an elite chef. You are an elite person who has uh, an, a tremendous gift for putting together really bland, dull foods and making <laughs> them just spectacular. And you know, so that becomes very important when a person is facing a very real restriction. And you know, certainly. The autoimmune condition, no matter what the name of it is, Hashimoto's or celiac, it, it doesn't matter because the bottom line is the immune system and foods play a huge role in flaring that system up and causing a person to just be sick. So your, um, well, let's talk about um, how you decided on the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Um, well, you know, when I, when I first met you, like I said, I really wanted to go to culinary school and in realizing, um, the, the consequences of the foods that I was eating at the time and what was expected within a culinary school, when you go to culinary school, it's expected that you taste everything that you eat. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I knew at that point, no matter how, how sad it was to me, I knew that I was no longer willing to compromise my health to go to culinary school. Uh, it was very sad and difficult for me to deal with. Um, my, my poor mother heard lots of crying. <laughs> um, yeah. But they were, my parents were very patient, you know, and, and my mom dealt with all of my emotions. And then my dad called me a couple later, days later and he said, you know, your, your passion for food and cooking, it doesn't have to go away. It, it's just that it, it maybe needs to change a little bit. And, um, and he was exactly right. At that point I started, I started realizing that just because culinary school was no longer the best option for me didn't mean that, you know, I couldn't make cooking and, and food a, a huge part of my life. Throughout the time that I worked with you, um, and, and kind of reclaimed my own health, I decided that with all those restricted foods, I really wanted to do something with it. Um, I, I created a, a cookbook for you <laughs> yeah. to share yep. um, with, with recipes that I could eat as some with, someone with an autoimmune disease. And, and it really kind of started there. And I knew that I needed to continue to pursue something within the world of nutrition. I knew that food needed to be a part of it, but the nutrition was really the path that I was on. And the thing that really um, brought me to Institute for Integrative Nutrition is as I was looking into different types of nutrition programs and their theories and philosophies, Integrate, um, Institute for Integrative Nutrition really has a philosophy that, um, that goes well with mine. And it's all about what they call bio-individuality, that uh, the, the perfect diet and lifestyle, um, there's no one perfect diet and lifestyle for everyone, but it's all about each person finding uh, what works best for them. And I know as an autoimmune patient that even though there are some general rules that, um, you know, things like gluten are, are going to be a no-no for everybody, there's certain foods that may work well for me and not for someone else who has Hashimoto's. And so it really is all about figuring out for your own body exactly what works for you. And so really as I looked into their program and their philosophies, I knew that that was the best route for me to take to help me follow my passion of wanting to, you know, wanting to work with other people who have 
problems with their health. Isn't it wonderful when you find something that really resonates with your with your spirit? Yes, it does. It just felt so perfect, and like it, it really just seemed to kind of fall in my lap at the right time. It was it was great. Yeah, that's so exciting. Um, especially you can hear the passion in your voice, which is something that I I really respect. Um, I like working with people that are as passionate as I am about neurology, endocrinology, and immunology. I mean, passion is one of those ingredients that you can't do this job and not have that. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you're health coach now. But what does that mean to you exactly? How are you going to use that to help people? Um, for me, it's, it's about providing that ongoing support. I know firsthand, of course, because I have an autoimmune disease and because I had to so drastically change my diet and lifestyle, it was difficult, it, and it still can be difficult. You know, there's there's some days where, you know, I think, oh, okay, this is a piece of gluten and dairy-free cake, no problem. And then other days I wake up and there's no gluten or dairy-free cake anywhere to be found, and it's hard and it's difficult. Um, and, and so I know with such a great support system that I had and, and you know, the great support that I also got from you as my doctor – and the fact that I love food and love to cook, I knew that that helped me a lot as far as finding fun ways to eat such a restricted diet. But I knew that there was a lot of people who, who maybe had a desire to make those changes, but either didn't have all of the supports they needed, didn't know how to make those dietary changes the best way. Um, and I really want to support those people to, to figure out how to do that and how to make that realistic within their lives, how to balance everything, um, deal with the everyday stress because stress is always going to be there in your life. And uh, you really have to figure out how to balance it because the, the more you can balance those, as, those other aspects of your life, the easier it will be to, to deal with the food you know, and to, to make those, those hard decisions about what to eat. Um, and so it was really about helping other people on their journey that I've been on and, and being able to be someone who can really relate and truly understand how hard it can be. And, you know, to be that cheerleader and say, I promise you can do it. I've done it. You can do this too. Let me help you get to that point. That's absolutely, it's missing in so many functional medicine practices. Um, I have tons of colleagues that uh, when I told them that I had a patient that came up with an autoimmune cookbook, they were just, they, they couldn't believe it because that's the number one question that all of us, you know, functional practitioners get when we have to sit across the desk from somebody and tell them that they have a condition that they're going to have to change pretty much their entire lifestyle and pretty much their entire way of eating. And so people are really emotional eaters and social eaters. So really changing that about somebody is is difficult and it can take a lot of time for some doctors they just don't have that time they don't have the you know ability to even really relate they don't have the bedside manner but they have the knowledge to help these people get better when it comes to looking at laboratory evaluations and ordering labs interpreting those to the patient's case and then you know prescribing things like nutrition right. so you know it really becomes one of those things where you're going to be filling a gap for a lot of practitioners out there. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here was to let other doctors know that you have a service that will benefit their practice and their patients first and foremost. Thank you. And that's something I'm really excited about too. I'm, you know, I'm so thankful that you wanted to interview me on your podcast, but that really is, I want to work with doctors. I 
I, I don't want to try and be a doctor. I, um, you know, I'm not trying to play one on TV or anything like that. I want to work with the doctors to make sure that I can help their patients follow through with, with those recommendations that they have. I trust their expertise. They have the expertise on, on those areas, like you said, as far as with the lab work, everything like that. I want to help doctors, you know, have more success with their with their patients by supporting them in the other ways with, you know, all the balance and, and the stress in their life and really help them in that way. And that's, you know, by going through that, um, you know, I, I feel like I had great support from you and, and from my family, but I promise you, I would have loved to talk to somebody else who had been in my position before, you know, and to just hear somebody say, you can do it. <laughs> right, right. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, the cheerleader part, I, which I think, again, you're perfect at because you have, if, if you haven't noticed her personality coming through, you know, this podcast, I mean, she really she kind of lights up the room when she walks in. So to be able to sit across from her in Skype or some kind of online consultation, which if that's okay with you, we'll role play a consultation here in a second. But I know that you will put people at ease and be able to help them in this transition. I 100% believe that. And um, I I know that I enjoy and I'm also missing our weekly consultations that we had. (laughs) So... Yeah, so it was always a great pleasure to talk with you every week. So, you know, besides consultations, what other types of services are you going to offer? Well, within um, within the consultations, I actually have a, a six-month program um, where I will have consultations with, with my clients every two weeks for 50 minutes where we get a chance to really talk and, and they can talk about what they're going through, areas where they still need support, their successes. I definitely want to focus on successes they've had and being able to recognize that because that's that's big. Sometimes we can't always see our successes and, and we can get too frustrated. So I definitely want to focus on the positive for them, um, give them that encouragement. Um, within that, they also will receive ongoing email support in between our sessions. I, I do offer things like customized meal plans that will you know be in conjunction with the recommendations that come from their doctors. I also, for people who are local, I provide health food store tours to show them different foods to look at organic foods versus non-organic foods to look um, if they're looking at something that is in a package, what to look for, what to read, things like that. And to just show them if they're not familiar with the health food store, what's available to them. Um, oh, can, I, I, also, can oh. I just ask you one question there? Um, Absolutely. Some people, uh, if they can't afford to go to Whole Foods or Central Market in Dallas um, or I don't even know, maybe there's a Sprouts or something like that. Um, are you then willing to take them through Safeway or Tom Thumb and say, this would be okay for you to to have if this is really all that you can afford? Right, absolutely. Um, you know, I know that there's, there's, I don't shop at just one grocery store. <laughs> the grocery <laughs> store. I have multiple grocery stores because I like to be affordable. I like my food to be affordable. And there's certain things that... I get from a small little health food store that's a little bit more affordable. There's certain things that I get at Whole Foods, and there's certain things that I get at a regular grocery store mm-hmm. um, that either I cannot find at the um, at the health food store, or it's the same exact item. It's just at a cheaper price. Um, so, absolutely, you know, I know how how important that economics can sometimes be, and so it doesn't have to be a health food store. It can be any kind of store where they typically grocery shop that I'm more than willing to go through with them and, and show them the best options that they could find. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm sorry I interrupted your train of thought. Go ahead and, and continue with what you were saying. Oh, that's fine. I also offer um, for people who, you know, they're, they're not used to cooking for themselves. They don't know how to make the most efficient use of their time in the kitchen. I offer personal cooking lessons for them to show them with recipes and with the food that they can eat the best way to prepare those meals, especially if they're looking at preparing several meals on the weekend to, to help them get through the week easier. Um, I provide that service. And then even if it's a, if you have a family where some people are eating a certain way and other people's are not, other people are not, um, you know, I'm willing to come in and look at organizing the kitchen and the pantry and the refrigerator, things like that to help, to help them see what's, what's really there and healthier choices in general. Even if, you know, sometimes you have people who, who are not following a specific diet, but you'd still like to make the healthiest choices you can. Um, you know, so I can come in and help organize the, the kitchen as far as the refrigerator and, and pantry if they need it. Holy buckets. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is fantastic. You know, there's some things that I've thought about, like, wow, if I had time, if I, you know, could just do everything myself. Um, you know, you've just nailed every one of those that I've seen throughout, com- you know, different cases with people, whether it's autoimmune or whether it's, you know, diabetes or a blood sugar issue, no matter what the person, they are looking for help. They need to know how to read a label. They need to know how to choose foods because that's the number one thing that people struggle the most with. And I can't say that enough because honestly, if you want to get healthier, what's the first thing you know you need to change? What you're putting in your mouth. Everybody knows that, but not everybody knows what to do. And not everybody can afford a functional medicine doctor to help them. Um, And not every functional medicine doctor has the time to go out and take them through the grocery store, show them how to read a label, how to choose foods, you know, things like that. Especially going into someone's kitchen and setting everything up for them. It's like 100% success rate as long as the person does what they're supposed to do and sticks with it. Absolutely. So, wow, that's, that's pretty fantastic. That's comprehensive. That is everything all kind of rolled into one person. So uh, hopefully, you know, we can get this cloning thing going here <laughs> and <laughs> have you available to, you know, every doctor that, that needs you in their practice. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's go back a little bit here. Um, do you mind kind of role-playing an example of your routine consultation? Absolutely. Um, well, I will always start every every consultation with um, thanking my client for being there, uh, for being present, making sure that they're okay and they're ready to start the consultation. Um, and then my first question will always be, what's new and good in your life right now? Oh, well, lots of things. I just moved to Phoenix, Arizona. I love the sun down here. The sun makes me feel fantastic. And I'm about to embark on... Um, embracing my chiropractic self. So it's all good. I'm real well, excited. Great. Yeah. Good. So what do you mean about um, embracing your chiropractic self? Well, I'm about to join a very elite chiropractic practice down here in, in Phoenix. And actually it's in Surprise. And that's going to be a surprise because as soon as I am actually in there and starting practice, I am going to then just kind of shout it out all over the social networks and let everybody know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds fantastic. That's great. So I'm sure that that keeps you very busy. Oh, yeah. I'm busy and I'm stressed at the same time. You know, as much as it's exciting, it's, it's stressful too until everything comes together and... 
I'm in the space and getting things, you know, where they need to be, it's, it's pretty stressful. So with your stress, of course, we all have stress. Um, with your stress, is one of those, those factors with time management of getting everything organized? Uh, yeah, and then, you know, having the big picture is something I don't have a problem with. Sometimes putting the details together is just, it's kind of an issue. Okay, so sometimes those details can, can get the best of us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's good. That's, that's understandable. Um, so what, as far as you said with, you know, getting the details aligned, things like that, um, how do you feel that you deal with those stresses every day? You know, some days are better than others, certainly. Um, I guess, you know, it just comes down to timing when things are uh, certain training that I have to do, um, coupled with being, you know, eating the right stuff and making sure that I pack my own lunch and then I have lunch meetings at places where, you know, it's really easy to kind of go hog wild and say, I'll take a burger, fries, and, you know, a Diet Coke. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's especially difficult when you're dining with other people who are eating those things. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You feel that pressure and and things like that. And and when you have the additional stress of of everyday life, it it makes it much more difficult to make those those good choices. Mm -hmm. Um, So certainly, you know, one of the things that we need we need to look at is making sure that time management is okay. How we can best manage things. um, You know, look at if there's certain days that you eat certain things if they make your day more stressful. You know, what What all are the factors that contribute to, you know, having more stressful days and make you want to crave different foods more? What kind of foods you're craving on those days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that's important to be able to look at what foods you're craving and, and dissect those and make sure that we can um, – help you stay away from those those different foods. I know it's difficult, um, but we also know that if you give in to that temptation and eat those foods, that sometimes it only makes the stress level worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, so what would your recommendation be to me on those days that all of a sudden I need to go meet with people and meet them at Applebee's? I mean, what can I do? Well, certainly um, you always want to to leave your house prepared. I always try to make sure that I have some sort of snack with me that I can, even if it's, you know, a a small bag of maybe dried fruits, nuts, an apple that I can eat on the way so that I'm not walking into a a, a restaurant start. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's one of my, my biggest tips is walking in prepared ahead of time um, that you, that you have moderate hunger and you're not, you know, just ready to eat any appetizer that you see, the first thing that could come to your plate, especially, you know, things like chips and salsa can be very quick and easy, um, but we want to avoid those types of things. So definitely come prepared with something to snack on before you get in there so that you can, you know, control your portions once you eat lunch. Um, And then also, if you want to, some people find it best to not even look at a menu and just talk to the waitress about what kind of foods you're in the mood for, what your needs are. If you feel like you can, you know, look at the menu and make decent decisions, certainly kind of skim the menu. Um, just be be aware of things when you see things with sauces on them, seasoned or marinated. Be aware of foods that talk about being seasoned or marinated because um, you can find hidden sources of gluten or soy in those. Right. Um, and then really make sure that you you talk to your waitress. I have found that 
everyone is incredibly nice when you just communicate your need. You know, I was very terrified of that when I first changed my diet of being that high maintenance person. But I have found if I simply say, I, I have to avoid these foods, I have to avoid gluten, I have to avoid dairy, do you know, does this have dairy in it? Does this, do you cook it in butter or in oil? Make sure with all of your vegetables to ask whether they're cooked in butter or oil, um, because a lot of times they'll put, they'll put uh, butter into vegetables, things yeah. like rice, they will put butter into rice. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, it's really about um, just being open with the conversation that you have. Um, with the waitress. I've had managers come and talk to me. I've had chefs at restaurants come and talk to me, but they've all been incredibly nice um, and willing to, you know, to work with me because they understand that when you say, I just can't, it's not that I'm being picky. I just cannot eat these foods. Mm -hmm. Um, They, they really are willing to understand that and, and work with you and help you find something that you can really eat. So that's going to be the second really big tip is just be honest and say, I just cannot have these foods. You know, can you help me find something? Right. Well, I've gone so far um, as to say, if I get any piece of bread or breading, mm-hmm. I will have a reaction. Right. I mean, I'll, and that's not me, but when I'm 100% into what I need to be into and taking care of myself, I'll just straight out tell the, the waitress, I need to make sure that it's gluten-free dairy-free, soy-free. And they'll look at me like I have 10 heads. At the same same time, I'm very serious about it. And so when I say I'll take, you know, lettuce with just oil and vinegar, and it has to be a certain oil and vinegar, that that's that's what I'm going to, that's what I need. Okay, is that, that's it? I'm like, yeah. And I need, you know, a chicken breast or you know and I just need it grilled I don't want anything on it or touching it and literally you know it almost takes it seems like it takes a lot of pressure off of them to try and sit there and go through the menu and say well we have this well that has breading on it or now like what you just said rice would be ideal but if they put butter in it then that's not ideal for a lot of people so right. that was a very, very good point. And, you know, uh, I never thought of that to tell people. So um, that's one of the things that I want to get away from in my practice, certainly, is uh, the, those weekly consultations that I have. Um, I just want to cover, you know, laboratory analysis and nutritional prescription. Um, you know, just the doctor stuff. And so, you know, that I think is a perfect fit. But that's not me being a very good role player right now. So, (laughs) okay. Sorry about that. Um, what else would we talk about then? Um, we would look at, I have different, different topics that I would want to cover, um, that really do coincide with the recommendations that have come from, from a patient's doctor. Um, but it's also about, you know, customizing that session to, to the needs of, of, of my client. If, you know, they've had a very stressful week at work and they're really struggling to deal with it. They had, you know, a fight with a friend or someone else. And that's something that's just really playing, you know, hard on their mind. Then certainly we're going to take the time to talk about that because, you know, just like we said earlier, when you have these stressors that are really, um, forefront in your mind, it makes it more difficult to, to make the healthiest decisions. Um, and, and so it really is about finding out what's going on 
in their life, um, allowing them to talk through problems that they're having, um, and, and really just work, you know, work around finding that balance and dealing with the stresses. Because sometimes all we need is to really just talk about what's going on and to get it out. And, you know, a lot of times we even find that as we, we talk through a situation, we just start to feel better as, as we get it off our chest and, and we talk to somebody who's a third party person. Um, and so it's really about allowing them to deal with the, their own emotions they're going through, whether they be from things that go on every day in their life, whether it be from, you know, they had a friend who was giving them a hard time about not being able to eat a piece of cake at work, whatever <laughs> right. it may be, because that does happen, you know, and, and sometimes friends mean well, but they don't understand that, no, you can't have a cheat day. <laughs> right. It, yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of patients that tell me that I feel really weird going into a lunch meeting and not ordering anything because I know that if I order something, I'm going to get sick. And then people are looking at them like, why aren't you ordering anything? Are you not hungry? What's wrong with you? Are you sick? Well, you know, be honest with them. You don't have to give them every detail. But yeah, I have a condition. If I eat something, it's going to make me sick and I don't want to do that. So, you know, typically if you just give it in a certain way, people are more respectful about it. But, um, well, here I have just knowing you and talking with you. Um, Okay. Um, I really want to get to um, the insider information that I have. Okay. Um, And actually, we've kind of almost already talked about both of those things, but um, that you have that cookbook. And I got to tell you, when uh, I sent you your little diploma thing, your little package at the end of the six months that we worked together, I was so excited to send that to you. Um, (laughs) And then I get a package and I, you know, you told me you were sending me something. And so I get this package and I'm like, okay, so I waited until our final Skype session and I opened it. And when I got to the bottom and I saw that, you know, your cookbook, I, I mean, I got so emotional Aww. and I'm, I'm like this left brain monster where in front of my patients, I don't get emotional, but I, you know, I consider you a friend at that time. And, you know, just somebody that I you know, cared, cared a lot about. And so when I saw that cookbook, I was, and then you wrote my name in the forward and mentioned me. I just, you know, I I couldn't believe it. I was just, I mean, I I just still don't really have words for it because I think it's just so special. I don't think, you know, at least any of the doctors that I've talked to have ever had any one of their patients do that for them before. Um, And so that gesture, uh, you know, I just knew that you you have so much more to offer, like through the cookbook. And hopefully, um, you know, the cookbook for autoimmune diseases is, I've tried everything in there. I think I told you that. I was so excited to get started with that cookbook. It was insane. So, you know, the chicken with uh, the roasted grapes, I think is one of my favorite things. Like, I love that. And then, you know, just you have um, some sauces in there, just different ways to, like, create these very interesting recipes, and they're just delicious. I think there was one recipe in there I was like, eh, I don't know if I, you know, at least I tried it, but, you know, it's not going to resonate perfectly with everyone, but I got to tell you, like, a 99% success rate is pretty dang good. <laughs> and I'm a picky eater. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so let's talk about this rotational food plan. 
It comes right. complete with recipes, grocery lists, right? So yeah. go ahead and tell me about these and other resources that you have out there to help people with, you know, eating and finding things to eat and foods like your blog. Okay. Um, well, as I kind of mentioned earlier, when it came to the cookbook, um, I, I, I kind of realized early on in our program that I said, you know, I love to cook. I love to cook. And there were days that I struggled with, oh, what am I going to eat today? I'm tired of the same thing over and over again. I want something different. And then I was thinking, what about those people who don't like to cook? What about those people who don't, who don't find the creativity in cooking and food? And so that's really where the, the inspiration came from for me to, to create that cookbook was you know, to put something out there. And, and it really was, I felt like when I sent that to you, I was like this little kid presenting my, my, you know, best artwork to my mommy or something. I was so excited to send it to you. And, and that's why I told you, I said, no, you can't open it until it's done because I want to see your reaction. I was so excited. And, um, I, it really did, you know, I've told, I think I've told you this before. And I, I tell everybody who I talk to about you that you really were the perfect doctor for me. Um, the plan that, you know, we went through together, it was exactly what I needed. And, and I very much, you know, I've, I've said to people all the time, I'm like, I could so just hang out with her. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we, we had that connection and it just worked really, really well. And so I did, I wanted to, you know, thank you just eternally for, you know, changing my whole life because you really have through that program that we went through. Um, and that was just kind of a a little thank you that I wanted to have for you was, you know, to do, to do that cookbook, um, you know, and, and to say, Hey, you know, maybe this can be helpful for your, for your other patients who struggle with this too. Um, and so that really was very motivating for me to be able to, to do that. I had started also before, long before I found out that, um, you know, I had Hashimoto's, I had started a blog. Um, and I posted all of the food that I made for my family and for my, my boyfriend. And let's be honest, it typically was not very healthy. <laughs> um, it, it, it had lots of gluten and lots of dairy and, and all of those things that now I look at it and it kind of makes me shudder to think about. Um, but as, as I've gone through my own um, health transformation, you can, you can go back through my blog and see um, how the recipes have changed, even from when I, I first decided I wanted to lose weight and just make healthier recipes to then transitioning to more gluten and dairy-free recipes. Um, so a lot of the food that I post now, they're, they're gluten, dairy, corn, and soy-free. Um, there are some foods on there that I make for my boyfriend who's not gluten or dairy free, um, you know, that, that are not necessarily within an allergen free recipe or anything. Um, but I label them, I label everything and, and you can see pretty quickly, um, through the recipe, whether they're, they're allergy friendly or not. Um, but I do have my blog that I post up occasionally. And as you mentioned, um, after we had worked together, we had we had talked, and you asked me about a more specific uh, four-week meal plan um, for people to to really kind of give them the step-by-step guide of, of what they need to be eating. And within that, I, I created um, you know recipes for for what they should be eating. Um, the meal plan included breakfast, a morning snack, lunch, afternoon snack, dinner, and then evening snack. Um, I, and after each week I did, I provided a a grocery list, um, for the entire week. 
and then I had recipes to coincide with each of the, the meals. So um, it is very extensive and comprehensive. <laughs> you know, that's what people need, though. They need the everything kind of planned out so that they're, they can be as successful as possible, so that they're set up for, for making the change. And sustaining that change, I think, is the number one thing that, that people who aren't as motivated as, you know, yourself when we first started working together and throughout that time, some people really struggle because, you know, with autoimmunity, it can definitely affect concentration or keeping things on task. It can affect your brain a little bit. Well, not a little bit, but a lot sometimes. <laughs> people walk around in a fog and they just, you know, they find themselves like, I don't know what to eat. Nothing's in the fridge, you know. And so with this, I really, really really like it because it's got everything they need. And the one thing that makes it very special is that it's truly rotational. Now, the reason that rotation is so important is with autoimmune people or people that could have autoimmunity developing later if they don't change what they're doing, um, you can start attacking the foods that you take into your system. If you eat the same thing every, every day, every day, every meal, uh, chances are you can develop, you know, antibodies and start attacking because you're putting in the same food. So the rotational part of that four-week plan was hugely important. Mm -hmm. So yeah. right, give some variety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you label on your blog then healthy recipes, stuff like that. So that's good because I've sent people to your blog. Um, every patient or consult that I have, I send them there for, you. you know, some free recipes. This is what you're looking at. Um, but I just wasn't sure how you labeled those, but I was thinking that um, if it says cooking for the family or cooking for someone else versus, I think, healthy eating, those are the ones you need to look for. Right. So that's and good, I, yeah. Um, I have as a label, um, you know, I'll label things like cooking for my boyfriend or baking or cooking for my family, things like that. Um, I have, I had started putting gluten-free on some of the labels, um, but I'm going to go even back into some of my, my older recipes that, you know, randomly happen to be healthy for you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that they're all labeled. Um, I put a label on there that says, uh, for my health. Okay. Yep. And so that is, that is really the label to look for is for my health. And that, um, that is all gluten, dairy, corn, and soy free. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So, um, you just have a whole lot to offer people, but let's kind of wrap up. Um, go ahead and tell us how to order your cookbook and your rotational food plan, uh, where okay. we can find those things. Well, the best way to order my cookbook is actually through my blog. Um, my blog is Dinner Made Easy. Will you be posting that web that address? Yeah, I'll put it in the comment section under here. Okay, yeah. so if you go to my blog, Dinner Made Easy, um, you'll see over on the left-hand side, you'll see a picture of, of my cookbook, and it's um, Cooking Healthy to Support Autoimmune Diseases and um when you click on the link for the for the cookbook, it takes you directly to the website that sells the cookbook, and you can order it there. Okay. Um, and then for the 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 rotational meal plan, actually, would be best to email me directly, um, okay. and I can you know you, we can do the order through me and um, through pay, pay, PayPal, excuse me, and um, I can get that meal plan directly to you. Okay. Um, 
Do you have your email posted on your blog as well, or how do you, how do you want me to uh, give people that email address? Um, I do have a link on my blog that says contact me. Okay. So they certainly could email me through that, um, or you know, if you want to post it also, that would be that would be fine. Well, actually, just for simplicity simplicity's sake, we'll just send people to Dinner Made Easy. Because okay. the cookbook is there, and then if they want the rotational meal plan, then just click contact me on your blog, and you know tell her tell Leah that that's what you're looking for, and then you know you guys can go from there. So I think that that should pretty much cover it on my end. I really wanted to uh, again just let you know that I appreciate your time in agreeing to participate in this podcast. And you know, well, it took us a little bit under an hour. I'm sure we could go on and on <laughs> about certain things. So. Uh, we'll go ahead and end the podcast now. Um, is there anything that you wanted to bring up at all? Um, I just want to want to thank you again for for doing this and you know for really being a support system for me to you know to carry this through because it really is my passion to help other people um, from that state of not feeling well every single day to you know to being able to go do the things they want to do. I know the difference in how I felt then to how I feel now, and I want other people to feel that way too. <laughs> yeah. So that really yeah. is um, what's led me down this path and, and what I want to help other people do is really reclaim their health. That's about it. And I hope everybody got what they needed to get out of this podcast and it kind of raised some questions in the back of their mind, a new resource where they can, you know, find some help when they're dealing with chronic conditions, um, anything they want to change in their health, not certainly just autoimmunity, but anything health that you need a coach for and need some help contact Leah. Uh, contact her at dinnermadeeasy.blogspot.com. On her blog, you can find her book and her rotational food pan by hitting the contact me button. I'll put all that stuff in a comment underneath this waveform on SoundCloud. So be looking for some tweets and Facebook updates with this podcast attached to it. And um, thank you again.